Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Good to be with you on another edition of the program, looking ahead to the weekend of racing around New Zealand. And there's been a bit happening already before we even get into the weekend. Butch Castles is our expert, as always, on Breakfast with the Kiwis, and I'll let him explain it a bit more. But good morning to you, Butch. How's things? Yeah, good morning, Jordan. Look, we've had uh, that much rain in New Zealand, particularly uh, Nelson, but Taranaki, where we were due to race tomorrow, has had a huge amount of rain and the races there abandoned for Saturday. So Taranaki meeting already called off. Look, the right call uh, from all accounts, track waterlogged, no chance that it was going to dry with more rain predicted and coming today. So uh, an early call to uh, abandon that meeting. There's new time slots for the Tar- uh, the Ruakaka meeting that is going ahead. So we'll concentrate on looking at Ruakaka. And we do have, there's two features at Ruakaka this weekend. Yeah, there are. Look, uh, the High Pool Ruapakaka Cup and then the uh, Group 3 Cambridge Stud Northland Breeders Stakes. We're going to chat with Cozzy Asano, who's got a couple of gun rides, one in each of them. Absolutely. Mark Walker and Chris Gibbs also on the program today. But Cozzy Asano is our first guest and he's here with us now. Uh, good morning to you, Cozzy. Hey, how are you going? Yeah, good, thanks, Cozzy Butch here. Let's uh, rip into it. You've got a busy day riding each race. Uh, the first couple you ride maidens for uh, Sean and Emma Clotworthy. Dreamforce in the first, who uh, you've uh, not ridden recently, and Pyramus, who you rode its two starts last time. Uh, you give them both a chance? Yeah, it's an honest horse. Uh, always gets back, though. Um, yeah, probably makes it difficult for the Rukaka racing, but top three chance. And uh, Pyramus had support, I noticed, uh, on its two uh, runs uh, earlier in its career, resuming uh, some sort of a hope. And what's a pretty even race, I thought? Yeah, I rode one trained by Tony Pike, uh, well-bred horse. Uh, Been uh, disappointing, so maybe change of environments can help him. Yeah, for sure. Righto, here's a horse that I'm sure is pretty... High up your uh, popularity list. River Runs won its last three and won them comprehensively as well. I can't see any reason why it can't win again. Can you? Yeah, racing in the best form of his life at the moment. Um, he travelled well and won easily at Terapa last time. Big wides but small fields would help me, so fingers crossed. And he's won at Ruakaka before, Cozzy, and, and that's a real positive uh, horses that handle Ruakaka, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Um, he always goes good at, at uh, Rukaka, so that'll, that'll be an advantage. Yeah, look, uh, you're right in the feature Group 3. This is what you guys like winning. Uh, the black-type races, plenty of money up for grabs as well. P- 
Pacific Dragon. She's uh, been really good of late. I thought she was very, very good here at Tarapa last time. The start before at Ruakaka, she was very strong. She's just a good, honest filly, isn't she? Yeah, in good form. Uh, has won at Ruakaka Trucks before and um, we'll use her early speed again. Hopefully, um, can control the race a little bit better. Uh, she's she's going to be 100% fit, so um, fingers crossed again. Yeah, she's rock hard fit. Uh, good of Michael McNabb to go on holiday for you. That was nice. Yeah, for sure. I hope he's having a good time over there. Uh, unfortunately, we're getting some rain over here in New Zealand. So um, I think it was a good time for him to spend Fiji. Exactly. Nothing wrong with a bit of bullet time, eh? Race five, uh, Cozzy, you ride uh, Spell Torini now. You rode this one two starts ago, and I thought it was a pretty tidy run when running fifth. I, I know it's out of its class, but possibly not the worst in what is uh, stacks up as an even race. Yeah, it's been racing well. Uh, three good runs this preparation, and um, it, it's a um, this is a stronger race. Uh, place chance with a bit of luck, I think. I hope. Mm, righto. Poverty Bay for Tony Pike. You're um, doing a fair bit of riding for him uh, at the moment and now, which is uh, great to be associated with a strong stable. Poverty Bay's lightly raced uh, in the market, though, only showing $6 at the moment. Have you been uh, working this one up? Has it come up all right, this prep? Yeah, fresh up and a nice trial at Tarapa two weeks ago. Uh, distance was a little bit short, but um, nice draw and a Hopefully, uh, surprise us. Yeah, nice, as well. yep. mm, nice, uh, nice draw helps, and as we say, it's pretty lightly tried. Uh, so uh, keep an eye on him. Race seven, you'd think Daytona Red would be run off his feet in a really strong fourteen hundred meter race. He'll be much better when he gets over ground, won't he? Yeah, stay years and fresh up uh, will improve for this run. Righto, the last, I thought you were a really nice chance on an each-way basis. Prince of Talon was super uh, two, uh, last time at Hawke's Bay, got a long way out of its ground and, and rattled home. Another lightly raced out of the Pike stable. Been a little bit of money for it as well, which is always good to see from that stable. Uh, what can you tell us about Prince of Talon? Yeah, good run for second at Hastings last up. Um, trial winner since then. Good chance. Yeah, for sure. Righto, Cozzy, we'll put it on you. Which is your best one uh, tomorrow, River Run or Pacific Dragon, do you reckon? I'd say River Run. <laughs> I knew he was a favourite. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Cozzy. Good luck uh, at uh, Ruakaka tomorrow. And uh, I know it's been a really tough time uh, for you and so many of your friends in the jockeys' ranks, but uh, it was special to watch you ride a winner uh, in Taiki Silks the other day. That was uh, a really special moment. Yeah, definitely. It was a great moment. Um, thanks for having me, Butch. Good on you, Cozzy. We'll catch you again soon. See ya. Cozzy Asano with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Good to have him on. Uh, after this, we'll have Mark Walker, who will be uh, involved in one of the feature races this weekend. That's next on Breakfast with the Kiwis. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellis here. Butch Castles, our main man on the program, as always. Our next guest on the show 
Well, the team at Tiakau are just starting to fire up for their spring campaigns, and we have trainer Mark Walker with us here on the program. Good morning to you, Mark. Good morning. G'day, Mark Butch here. Thanks for uh, coming in at late notice with the abandonment of Taranaki. Gee, it's been wet, hasn't it? Yeah, I know what it's like, Taranaki. I lived there for 16 years, so it can get very wet. Yeah, indeed. Look, uh, let's focus on Ruakaka. We're, uh, well, they've managed to escape too much of the rain. They haven't had a huge amount, and that track cops it anyway. The feature, the Cambridge Stud Northland Breeders, first of your runners for the day, Lord Cosmos. I thought he was uh, a good pass, Mark, resuming. Has he gone forward since then? I think 1,200 will suit him, Butch, so... Uh, probably the biggest problem we've got is our jockey making the weight, so we'll just have to see on the day who's in the saddle. <laughs> 57 he's down for, no doubt uh, he'll be looking for the half over uh, anyway, but uh, look, he's drawn to get a to get a posse, there's a little bit of speed in the race Pacific Dragon, he, a small field, he should be able to posse up somewhere not too far away. Yeah, I would have thought so, especially with that bit of extra tempo in the race, I think he should just a very nice run looking at it on paper anyway. Mm, through the race, he's the sort of horse that you'd like to progress through to a Hawks Bay Guineas and ultimately Rickerton, I imagine? He looks that sort of horse. You'd swear he's going to get at least a mile, if not further. Mm, indeed. Right, out two resuming in race six. Uh, this one uh, raced after the stables champion two-year-old sword of state. Now at start at Cambridge. Uh, fierce flight and Rip Van Gogh. How do we separate those two? How are they training for this resuming run? I, I think they're both nice horses going forward, but I think 1,300 is probably a bit sharp for them, unless they went crazy up on the speed and, and give them a chance to get over top of them. But whatever they do, they'll improve. They've both got good barrier draws, uh, Mark. So as you say, if they did happen to go mad in front, they get the nice cosy run. That would be their best chance. I thought it was a pretty even sort of a race. Yeah, exactly. So, as I say, the big, strong, scopey sort of horses, but I just thought 1,300 could be a bit sharp, but decent ground up there, just a way to get them rolling forward for the season. Mm, I imagine uh, there's some uh, rating-type races on the Hawks Bay undercard through that carnival that they're uh, aiming towards. Uh, good money up for grabs and, and getting up to a mile and, and, and the like for those two. Oh, definitely. That They've... They're good enough to go through the grades a little bit this season. They've been a bit immature physically, but they're big, strong boys now. Yeah, for sure. Right, out feature uh, 1,400-metre open race. Uh, you've got the big guns rolling out here. You've got three of them. Let's go through them individually. Pre de Fair claiming the uh, four kilos with Taylor Mitchell. Gee, he's got a record in a fresh state. Pre de Fair, do we see him uh, do that again and, and run a big race fresh tomorrow? Oh, he's a very interesting runner. He's drawn one, and young Taylor's been riding a bit of track work for us on Tuesday, so it was nice to reward her. Uh, just whether 1400's a bit sharp, Butch, but he'll give a good account of himself. He trialled very well at Tirapa. Mm, sure did. Brando, he's a really good uh, galloper. He's so consistent. He's got a nice barrier draw. I reckon your jockey will make the weight on this one at 60 kilos. Um, what do we expect from Brando fresh up? <laughs> Oh, I think he'll go a good race. Butch, he tried very well also at Tirapa. And uh, I just think he's a better horse now. He's a gelding. He, he had the opportunity to have a decent spell 
after running in the Easter handicap at home. So, uh, no, he'll, he'll give a very good account of himself. And the other one, Marcus Aurelius, uh, he sort of slips under the guard a little bit. He's uh, won a bit of money. He's won a nice race down south. Marcus Aurelius uh, resuming. Where do we uh, line him up with Joe claiming uh, a couple of kilos? He's very, very forward. He's actually been schooling a lot over the big hurdles, so that might be his future one day. But he's a very fit horse, so I think he'll also give a good account of himself. Really hard to... Uh, split those three, I suppose it comes down to who gets the right run at the right time. Mm, they've all got good barriers, and as you say, look, the four kilo claim for Taylor Mitchell uh, sort of brings Predefer back to the field with the, with the 62 uh, kilo impost, right? So we talked about uh, the spring upcoming. We've had plenty of rain this week, but no doubt uh, we will get some fine weather somewhere. You've got a big team of horses rolling out, trialled. Plenty uh, both here at Tarapa and at Avondale. And next week, Waikato Stud, Foxridge Plate. Do we see Imperatrice again after her smart win resuming at Ruakaka? Yeah, definitely, Butch. So she went down to Taupo this morning for a gallop on a better surface. And no, we're happy with her. So obviously the everyone's uh, watching the weather forecast, you and me, I'd say. But uh, no, she'll be there. Forecast for next week, not too bad, fingers crossed. Mark, thanks for joining us. Good luck tomorrow, and we look forward to catching up soon. Cheers, Watch. Thank you. Mark Walker with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. We'll take our final break here on the show, and coming up after this, we'll have trainer Chris Gibbs on the program to round things out for today's episode. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellis here. Butch Castle's on the program. Our final guest on the show today is Ruakaka trainer Chris Gibbs, and he's here to chat about his uh, his runners coming up this weekend. Chris, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. G'day, Gibbsy Butch here. Firstly, uh, let's go to the local for weather watch. Everywhere else in the country has been uh, smashed with weather. We've lost uh, New Plymouth uh, races, but it appears you guys have missed a fair bit of it. Yeah, um, like even if we got the rain, as you know, Butch, it's, uh, it probably wouldn't be a problem. It's, it's the wind is about the only thing that could really knock us off our game. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's a bit breezy, but nothing like it was a couple of days ago. But we, we probably, I think we had about eight mil on the on the Thursday night, and then last night, probably not much more. So it, it's we might be expecting a little bit more tonight, maybe, but as long as that wind stays away, we'll be fine. Yeah, for sure. Right, eh? race two, Rock the Russian on debut, drawn well, looked good at the trials. Got a pretty tough owner to please here. Oh, yeah, he's difficult to deal with that, big, I tell you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, doesn't mind a beer either. Uh, the Yeah, look, I, because he was mine, he was always for sale and never really got any nibbles on him. He won a couple of trials. Um, he's still a bit baby-brained, if I had to say anything, like just still learning his craft a little bit. But I, look, sooner or later, Butch, as you know, you've got to step out and do something. Um, so the the idea is he runs tomorrow. He drew wide last meeting, so I scratched him. He's drawn well, no excuses. So um, his work's been good. Uh, he's he's probably still very green. But the actual plan for him might be, we've um, got a couple of mates in Australia. He may well go over there, and we might just sort of syndicate him with a small rider purchase and have a bit of fun. But uh, he's definitely going to go around tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. Righto, Chevron uh, gets back out to 2,200 metres, which uh, may well be uh, the trick with him, drawn to get a nice run and getting plenty of weight off the hardest-to-beat river run. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, has to be the hardest to beat. And it was a bit of a bugger up, but really, because they, they didn't get enough noms for the for the staying race last time, and they dropped dropped the race. So um, they said, well, do you want to step back into the mile? And I said, yeah, why not? So to be honest, it's sort of my other horse went forward and, and, and Chevron was over-raced a bit and just pulled a little bit too hard. And it really set up beautifully for, for Kenny, who, who won very well. Um, but he didn't give it in. He kept going. And uh, I just think back up to overground, he, he should be super competitive again. He's very consistent this time in. And uh, yeah, I'd expect him to be right in there. The feature, the Cambridge Stud Northland Breeders Stakes. Bit of a throw at the stumps with a couple here. One on debut on the wall and Melfi Rosa, who didn't have all favours on debut and got a good barrier this time. Uh, what, what are your chances there? Yeah, she, she got absolutely sort of squashed at the start mm. and that was pretty much game over. Lindsay gave her a big dig to try and put her back in the race and then they just, as she's hunted up, they've jammed the brakes on and she just over-raced really badly, so it was a bit of a disaster, to be honest. So we, I'll make my mind up tomorrow whether she goes round. The other horse is obviously first start, yeah, drawn awkwardly out at seven, got the, the gun filly outside him. and um, If he can ping the gates and go forward, I think he's a chance, uh, certainly for your multiples, but super tough race. Um, I know there's only a handful in it, but there's a bit of quality there, butchers, you know. Yeah, you can't uh, you can't win if you're in your box though. So race five, Cruzy Lass. I thought it stacked up for her tomorrow. Uh, she's got a nice enough barrier draw. She gets in well uh, under the conditions uh, with with the weight. I, I just think it stacks up for her to put her hand up tomorrow. Yeah, we stepped over ground and there was no real race for her here. Um, so we we just kept a bit fresh and thought, oh, we'll just run in the mile. I had I did have her in the sixty-five. Um, pulled her out of that and thought, nah, let her have a go against her own sex. Um, and I, I think she's very well. She, she's, she, I think she's nicely placed in that race too. Yeah, I, I agree with you. So she's a good chance. Um, it's going to be really inter- interesting to see how the, the, the track plays. It's been terribly on, on pace apart from the last race last time. So let's hope that um, every horse gets its chance. Race 7, Scarfy, back with you uh, from the South Island where it did a good job for your owners. Comes in here on the minimum, but gee, it's a hot race. Yeah, um, certainly not as hot as the last one, but um, she was always just going to come home, have the two runs. That's what uh, um, the main owners, Shane and Gary, wanted to do, just bring her home, give her two runs. And I said, well, you couldn't get any tougher fields than what we're running against. But um, we did think about claiming and things, but um, decided that, uh, you know, we we actually had Matt Cameron on, so that's all, as you know, it's been a bit of a disaster. So, um, yeah, we've got Ashfin, who I'm sure will do the job very, very well. He's on Cruzy Lass as well. I, I'd expect her to go much better over 1,400, but, yeah, I think very tough, very tough race. Race 8, uh, been some money for number 2 here, Max, already. It's uh, 11s into $7.50, probably the seven fifty uh, better than the 11s, reflective of a couple of scratchings, but definitely money. You've also got Burgundy Dancer in the race as well. What about those two, Gibbsy? Um, well, I've always liked Max Butch. I, I think he's, a, he's, he's he's all right, and I think perhaps I've been doing the wrong thing, step, trying to step him over 2,000 metres. And he and I just um, had a good talk to Jasmine, and she said, "Well, do you think he's you know just not getting the distance?" And I said, "Well, it's funny you say that because I probably was thinking that." So anyway, we're back in uh, in distance, and also you know 65. It's I think it's a lovely race for him. I can't fault him. He runs a mile out how like I think he should. He's he's going to be right in it because he's actually he's a lot better horse than a 65. I think he can 
picked back up again. And I just think I was doing the wrong thing. I put my hand up. So let's see what happens um, tomorrow. And uh, Burgundy Dad said, well, I'm just giving him a run. I might back him up next week at Girafa if I can get him in that 2,400-meter race. So he's, it's a bit of a run round for him. Um, but he's fit. Righto, the kids are sick of Savaloy soup. I need one bet tomorrow, Gibbsy, of yours. Which one is it? <laughs> um, I'm not going to tip out my own one because my owner will get upset. Uh, look, I I actually like Max. I do. I, I think it's his day to put his hand up. So. Good on you. Last race, Max for Chris Gibbs tomorrow at Ruakaka. Thanks for your time. Good luck tomorrow, Chris. Thanks, Butch. See ya. Chris Gibbs on the program. Butch, thank you very much for another episode. Yeah, no worries, Jordan. We'll catch you again next week, the day before Waikato Stud, Foxbridge Plate Day. Looking forward to it. This has been Breakfast with the Kiwis. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.